I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith, and I am joined by... God, I'm Seth. You keep throwing off the rhythm. Really? Really? And I'm Marcus. Water AKA. Hey, voice hey. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop with that one. Why is that? I, I just don't like it. it. It feels wrong in my mouth. Water Wizards are mm. good. Moist voice is not. That's what she said. So just say the voice that makes you moist. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I need a more eloquent way to, to, to phrase it. Slip it in, you know? It has to be smooth in all forms. Like water. Is water smooth or smooth or more slick? Uh, I, I, I describe it as both. Slick and smooth. Y'all are seeing that movie Heat? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the, the word slick is very important in that movie, so I was thinking about it when we said slick. Uh, okay. Yeah? So, yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's a really good movie, though. Seth, the master of the transition. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen Heat, you'll understand it once you watch it, why the word slick is so important. Okay? All right. It's a mission for our audience. Go go watch all those Argentinian orphans. Go watch Heat. Yes, you can find it on the internet in Argentina, I'm sure. Predict you're on the side of a building or something. And if not, hey, get that VPN. Way. Yes, I'm sure they have a VPN, Marcus. Totally, yeah. I think Seth uh, showed me how to get a VPN one time, and it was just like, it seemed like a lot of work. Uh, yeah, I showed it to him, and it's literally, I mean, less than two steps, maybe, depending on what you define as a step. Ah. <laughs> Again, that's just a lot yeah, of work. Download the program, activate. click connect, <laughs> and then I'm there. Could you could you get your VPN set to like Canada and watch Canadian uh, Netflix? You can set your VPN to Canada, but Netflix now has, you know, detection software to make sure that people on VPNs can't watch. What? That sucks. Oh, it's garbage. Well, I guess it'll be Unnecessary, right? Because you just pyro that shit anyways. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go through all that work, you just fucking download it. It's really weird to think that, that they really fucked themselves on the whole streaming service thing by bifurcating into so many different services to where now piracy is, again, more popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about it before. It's like, you know, now that I have to, if I really want to watch all the content that I like, I gotta have fucking five different subscriptions that all cost between, like, you know, eight and twenty dollars a month, like, I, I'm not just cable. I'm just gonna fucking download shit. Isn't it? Isn't it in like Netflix's best interest to make it easier? So like, why don't they just have all the shit and you can just switch between Canada and whatever? We're not talking about Netflix specifically. We're talking about just the streaming, streaming industry in, in general. general. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Netflix can't do that because they would, you know, su- have suffer a thousand lawsuits from, you know, all these companies. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Licensing is such bullshit. I know. It's like, you know, Netflix was pretty cool for a good long time and how they had, they didn't have everything. They had a lot of things, you know, you could get on there and watch, especially the streaming part. Mm-hmm. And then just like everybody thought, saw how much money they were making and said, well, we could do that too without understanding that they made that much money because we were it was one service to pay for. Exactly. And what you start, like you said, so it's just cable again. And the reason we got away from cable and went to streaming is because streaming was cheaper. And now that it's not cheaper anymore, we're like, well, I guess fucking ahoy, matey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, especially when I know that Disney Plus is out, I'm like, I do not have the... I don't know. I don't care enough about the stuff they're making and having another fucking subscription to where I'm going to fucking pay for any of their shit. And plus, Disney already has um, enough money. They could make Disney Plus free for That's everyone, so and they would not money. lose any money. Yeah. Yeah, I think that when this whole coronavirus thing is going on, if capitalism doesn't collapse and the world doesn't, doesn't you know, descend into Mad Maxery, I think that uh, Disney's going to survive, like all the big companies will, by buying up tons of smaller entertainment companies and absorbing them and oh. just like adding their profiles to its own. Oh shit! Isn't that isn't that what happened in that fucking game? What was it? A syndicate? Or just all the big companies just rule the world? I mean, yeah, because yeah, what happened in '08? Idea. Well, it, because we saw what saw it happen in '08 was a shitload of small companies went under, and their assets got bought up by big companies who had the money to survive the downturn. And we're going to see that happen again here. Mm. If, of course, we don't just, you know, burn everything down and kill these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Which, if they keep fucking up, could possibly happen. Did y'all see they're considering mass graves in New York City? Yes. What the fuck? They're gonna dig graves in fucking Central Goddamn Park. Why? Because the fucking, fucking freezer trucks... Bodies in there. The freezer trucks are already filling up. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're just gonna yeet people in there and call it a day. It's like that scene is, we're, we're, we're already coming up on that scene from fucking Contagion where they're putting people in mass graves. Yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. We're speedrunning the fucking, uh, the movie Contagion. <laughs> There's no happy ending. I know. I think that these fucking, and also we're talking about the inter- entertainment people, I think they're like, very optimistic with these new release dates for their movies. Oh, yeah. Like how Black Widow was moved to, like, the beginning of November. Sure. Okay. Disney must know something we don't, because it's not looking like November for me. I can't wait for, like, in, I don't know, 14 months when I'm leading a raiding party into the warehouse district to try and find some more food. (laughs) And we just crack open this warehouse and all it is just pallets of fucking uh, Black Widow merchandise never got sold. Finally! (laughs) Yes, we found the mother low. (laughs) (laughs) This is is what we've been asking for this whole time. Voted on Scarlett Johansson as a new monarch, so all this stuff is now worth <laughs> so much money. <laughs> oh man! Oh, who was the other lady? That was in the Marvel movies the the one who doesn't take the coronavirus seriously? What's her fucking name? Lily Evangeline Lily is that her name, or is it the way around? Evangeline Lily. She she's a coronavirus truther. Well, she's like, it's not going to affect me. I have children and grandparents live with me, but I don't care. I want to keep living my life the normal way. Just posting pictures of herself going out to stores and shit. Wow. Weird. Kind of like a Gwyneth Paltrow type, I guess. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has been surprisingly quiet during this. As she should be. 
I mean, I don't, I don't think any of her vagina candles are gonna fix this. Gwyneth so. Paltrow just sit back in the shadows, being like, "No, shh, shh don't know." Yeah, just, yeah. hey, let it go. Netflix, take it off the catalog for a bit. We'll bring it back. <laughs> this is not the time, man. This is not the time because <laughs> they're gonna come for us first. But speaking of um, coronavirus, um, which is all we ever talk about these days, anyway, uh, somebody pretty, uh, pretty prominent in the UK has been diagnosed and is totally completely fine mm. <laughs> uh boris johnson uh, what is he prime minister yep well, they have these strange names we should we should change all political systems no matter what it is no matter if it's democracy or monarchy or whatever the fuck people have these days with just a number so like the, like the president is number one so that's one vice president two and you just go down the line and that's how you're labeled you want to hear something great, by the way? Go ahead. I found out recently that there's an even better thing they have in Britain. They have a shadow government. What now? Okay, so when when one party is in power, the other biggest party gets a shadow government with its own shadow cabinet. And so you know how they have, like, you know, the secretary, or I guess for them, the minister of, like, uh, housing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now there's a minister of shadow housing whose name is Fangum Debonair. That's not real. That is 100% real. (laughs) There's another person named Cat Smith, the shadow minister for young people and voter engagement. Lord Falconer, (laughs) shadow attorney general. So to get into this, you have to have some kind of shadow name. (laughs) Like his real name was probably like Pat Smith. But they're like, no, you're Cat Smith now. Dude, I just want like a shadow everything now. Shadow well, Baker. That's how it is, though. They have a shadow version of all their ministers who, I mean, I don't know what they do, though. I guess like, they, they pres- it was like, hey, we would have done this instead. They sit right behind them in every meeting. They're, they're literally right behind them with the lights are a little bit lower on them. And they just watch. Oh, man. Emily Thornberry, Shadow International Train. <laughs> So she finally uh, graduated from Globetrotting, I guess. There's <laughs> also some really great names here. These are complicated names. Shadow Justice. Shadow yeah. Defense. Well, Shadow Education. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like, uh, the, yeah. the normal Prime Minister, not the Shadow one. Is there a Shadow Prime Minister? Uh, there is, I, I don't see one on here. Okay, well the normal Prime no. Minister, Boris Johnson, has coronavirus. And... They're, they're, the reason I said he's totally fine is because what they're doing is they're doing this, this weird thing where they're spinning it. He Things keep getting worse for him, but they're spinning it as like, oh no, this is just a precaution. Yeah. Like every day he's like in more intensive care and they're like, we're just trying to make sure just we get ahead of this thing. Because <laughs> for like 10 days he was isolated and he was saying, yeah, I feel a lot better now. And then three days later, it's like, hey, he's going to the hospital, but it's okay. Don't worry. We're just being we're just being cautious about it. And then today, they're like, well, he's going to the ICU. But again, just as a precaution, it's okay. Don't worry yeah, about we it. We are Bye. ahead of this, let me tell you. Oh, no. and, and his second in command, a guy whose name I believe is Dominic Rab. Of course is it like, is. Yeah, of course. Wait, the shadows don't take over when, when the rainbow <laughs> no, no, no. done? Oh, I wish. No, but Dominic Rab is sitting there going like, hey, I'm not in charge. Boris is in charge. I haven't talked to him in two days, but he's in charge. Don't worry. <laughs> Probably it's okay. totally alive, but you know. Yeah. yeah hey, he's on the phone he's with like, me right now. Oh, what's that, Boris? You're feeling great? 
And then, then the reporter's like, oh, can you put him on the mic? Up, 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 he's breaking up. Sorry, sorry. You know, those hospitals, bad reception. Um, and it's so funny because Boris Johnson has been fighting for so long to defund the NHS, National Health Service, that they use, and now he's in the hands of it. Listen, if you're listening to this right now and you're an NHS nurse or doctor, if you for some reason want to listen to our podcast, uh, just, you know, you don't have to try that hard with Boris. <laughs> you don't really have to put in 100% on hey, him. Hey, wait you know? a minute, one second. You're, you're, you're tr- like trying to talk to the less likely scenario. Boris Johnson, I know you're listening. Okay? <laughs> you know what? Just take it easy, man. You know, don't go to the next step if you don't have to. You know, just just, just chill. He's yeah. laying in the in the hospital bed right now, got a tube down his fucking throat, but he's got his his, his, his uh, AirPods in. He's just yeah. like, he's no, like, I please. need the moisture voice. I need to hear the Millennials, my favorite podcast. <laughs> I need it. That's not how Boris Johnson sounds. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how he sounds. Uh, no. Hello. No. I'm Boris Johnson. No. And I run no. the United Kingdom. No. I wish this was racist, so I could tell you to stop. <laughs> oh, what's the thing they call them in Britain? They call them, uh, they call white dudes uh, uh, gammons. So yeah, there's some racism for you, I guess. They call white people gammons? They call white and older men specifically gammons. That's racist. Uh, because I guess it's a word for a, a ham or something like that. Because they have like a pink complexion most of the time. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just want to say one real quick thing. Uh, Shadow uh, Scotland and Shadow Wales and also Shadow Women and Equalities. <laughs> okay. It's great. I love it. So Boris Johnson is probably going to die, y'all. If you go on a ventilator, your chances of survival drop to 20%. Damn. So he's probably fucking dead. How have more like how how has this not happened to more people? Like how did how did Trump not get this? How did the fucking Pope or whoever had it not 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 suffer this fate? There's still time. There is still mm-hmm. time. There's still time. Well, uh, don't forget, Boris Johnson made a big show about going to the goddamn coronavirus recovery wards and shaking hands with everybody there. Why? For a photo op, being like, I'm not afraid of this. It's Did not real. Did you miss the whole, oh, this is contagious and yes. can fucking kill you thing? Like, this big strong man. And he's gonna but die here's the fucking microscopic shit. Little tiny bugs or whatever germs are. And the, 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 the worst part is that if Boris Johnson does survive, can you imagine how fucking insufferable he will be after this? Yeah, he'll be like, I was the one. <laughs> I, I beat the virus, everyone. Oh this is going to be is. forever. Are we just going to do setups with, oh, what, oh, what if <gasps> Boris Johnson played Zombie Punk 2077? And you're like, oh, hello, governor, press the <laughs> is that, is I that, like my Cyberpunk monster video game. Is that game. our setup from now on? Yep, let's, I mean, let's why not? do it. Man. As long as Smith is I mean, doing what? the British accent, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, how the fuck do you think he sounds then? <laughs> You take a fucking stab at it. Go ahead, smart guys. Know. I'm not even gonna. Go ahead, brain geniuses. Brain. Let's hear your fucking Boris Johnson. Go ahead, Marcus. Come on, give it a no, shot. No, because I'm just gonna mimic you. <laughs> you guys have some of the tank, right? Come on now. <laughs> Got the corona, no, but nothing a spot of tea can't fix. <laughs> there we go. Let's see what he sounds like. No. 
every oh. British person sounds the same. It's oh. all the same. He's a very deep and here's voice. The- He's like, all over the world, we're having this problem. <laughs> See? <laughs> Even better. It's very, very strange. And here's a really dirty secret. Everybody come in real quick. Come in real close. Okay. British people and Australian people and New Zealand people sound the same. I don't. I disagree with. Yeah. I think that New Zealand and Australia sound very similar, but British people don't sound anything like Australians or New Zealanders. Yeah, exactly. I like exact the sound accent. of New Zealanders. In New Zealand, the Kiwi yeah. accent's nice. But, I like the sound yeah. of most accents, actually. Just, damn. So then you don't like any accents, Marcus? Because you like like all of them. You don't like any of them, really. <laughs> you don't like American accents, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Now hold on. Is that all American accents? Like you feel the same about like Creole accents? Hmm. Damn. And we can all agree that the worst accents in America are New Jersey, Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, I'm forgetting one of the most important ones. I can't. Boston? Boston. As much as I love the Boston accent, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they sound like. It sounds awful. <sighs> but Minnesota is probably the most annoying one. It's like, just say words normal. Why do you have to talk like that? <laughs> Yeah, that's a great question, Seth. I'm sure they're thinking the same about us. No, they're probably like, I wish I sounded like them. (laughs) (laughs) They talk normal. Why am I cursed? Yeah, that's probably what they think. Exactly. I think Minnesota pretty much is as close as you can get to hell on Earth. Mm. It's, It's so funny. I've come to the conclusion in my head that people from New England are just fucked up. They're just born fucked up. They can't help it. Because I once again was subjected to that picture of uh, of Joe Biden kissing his granddaughter, like full on giving her the tongue. And I remembered about the whole controversy where Tom Brady kissed his son on the mouth as well. Yeah. And they're both from the new, from the Northeast. They're both from New England. So I'm pretty sure that if you're just born there, you're just fucked. You just can't help it. You're just going to probably kiss your, your relatives on the mouth and, I don't know, drink hot tea or some shit. And uh, just and, generally drink. Like, <clears throat> very yeah. drunk. I mean, hey. If you're from New England, just know we don't care. Honestly, you don't have to tell us because it means yeah. means nothing. Um, also, why do you call ourselves New England? Yeah, why is Move it like on. there's the, like three states that are for some reason New England? Yeah, right, what's the deal with well, this? Why is there a New England Patriots? Yeah, this every other team is like a, a city or a fucking that town. Confused me so much when I was growing up. I was like. Wait, where is New England? I don't know this fucking place. There's no city or anything. And I go, no, it's just, you know, the upper part of, like, three different places. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's dumb. They're just lazy is what it is. They're like, we don't care about having individual identities. We'll be New England. We're just one place. Yeah. New England sucks. (laughs) Old England sucks. (laughs) That's true. It's going to die pretty soon. Yeah. Like, folks are talking about all this stuff about, like, <clears throat> Sorry, folks talking all this shit about how, like, you know, if this half is Boris Johnson dies, they'll say this. He lives, they'll say this. And I'm like, y'all, you probably won't even have a country in six months. Like, neither will we. Like, it's it's over, baby. Like, as y'all hear about how the states in America are being forced to compete to get supplies? Yes. They're in, like, mm-hmm. bidding wars. Yeah, they're, like, bidding on fucking the PPE shit and the ventilators. Like, it's, it's cutthroat out there. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there, like, a... It was almost like a drug deal. Like, there was this article about a person who like was pulling up to like a McDonald's parking lot at like 3 a.m. with cash in hand by PPEs, and they were like two minutes too late, and somebody was bought them first. 
uh, an Illinois official sped on a highway to go to yeah. a meetup at a McDonald's parking lot okay. where she handed off $3.4 million to buy N95 masks from China with 20 minutes to spare beating other bidders. Wow. What is wrong with us, y'all? We're capitalists. Woo. I mean, and then, but Elon Musk has been doing so much. After he made all those promises, <laughs> he's he's delivered on all of them, so we're fine. How about those ventilators he's in over Yeah, all those about incredible those? ventilators that, first of all, like weren't ventilators and were not made by Tesla. Yeah, they were CPAP machines with a Tesla logo on them. And they were made in China or something. Yes. By the way, a CPAP machine is literally the worst thing you could possibly have because it spreads the fucking virus around. You can't use it for anything. Yeah. So, you know, thanks. But, but like, so Governor, uh, what's his name, Gavin Newsom of California is now reaching out to other states and trying, other governors, trying to form a coalition to where they will not bid on stuff anymore. They'll, they'll work together to, like, buy it, you know, mutually and distribute it. And I'm like, so if, if some states are going to form a consortium for this crisis to, like, have their own trade agreements... What's the United States of America for, then? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if there's an, an alliance of states that are buying the stuff they need, the PPE and supplies, and then another alliance of states that are also trying to buy it, what happens? Like, where does that eventually lead us? Nowhere, nowhere, good, it'll be good and fun for me, but for the country, not so much. And where's all this, like, in this stupid new bill, you know, the... The twelve hundred dollars one time for the the tax account you used in twenty eighteen bill or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, there's like six hundred billion dollars in stimulus for like states or whatever. Why not just use that money for this these supplies and make sure everyone has as much as they need? If we if we're able You're to just br- pull this money out of literally nowhere, proving that money does not exist and value is a lie, um, then why can't we just do it with the fucking medical shit? Yeah, why are we setting up to bid for our own shit? Like, of course we know why. It's because there was some guy, I saw a quote from some dude who said that when the CARES Act, what it's called, uh, got passed, he cracked up in a bottle of champagne because he said that some people are going to get very rich off of this. And he means people who make medical supplies, like himself. So he's just like, yeah, the bidding wars are going to make us richer. And is the Amer- so I'm still a little fuzzy on the America Cares uh, details because I've gotten so wrapped up in probably our next topic, which is the most uh, crazy piece of legislation ever proposed in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, you get $1,200 one time, mm-hmm. and it is sent to the account that you used in 2018. Yes. And that's it. For the whole, however long this crisis lasts, the idea is you get one $1,200 payment. Yeah. Okay. And also, it's a tax credit. Hmm. So you know, you know what it means, right? You get to pay it back. Yeah, you'll pay it back. Wow. So, so utterly useless. Meanwhile, Canada has signed an agreement to give every citizen $2,000 for four months. A month or total? Two k a month for four months. So yeah, and oh, speaking of that, let's just let's jump into what I was talking about. I'll say one more thing real go quick ahead. before we go to that. 
Spain today announced they're going to build a universal basic income system that will last beyond this crisis. They wow. said it is this this has shown them why we need one and they're going to do it. And guess what? I promise you, if we do not collapse in on ourselves inside of capitalism, that is what America is going to do by the end of this crisis. I promise you. Yeah, I hope so. But to and a, a way to start that is with something that is proclaimed as the boldest legislation ever written in modern history. Um, and it was written by none other than Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, I'm not going to read through all this stuff. Oh, we kind of can. It's not that long. But it has a lot of things that, I mean, we on this podcast have kind of proposed in the weeks prior, as well as just some really cool stuff. Um, the bullet points are... Um, Keeping workers on payroll so that every worker in America continues to receive their regular paycheck retroactive to the beginning of the crisis, whenever they set that date. I think some people are setting it at, like, March 31st, which is a little late, but that's just what they're doing. Um, and we're going to use Medicare to make sure that no one has to pay for health care during the crisis, for anything. Just coronavirus, whatever you're getting paid for. Is there a term for that? I wish there was a snappy yeah. name for that. <laughs> I wish there was some, some uh, piece of legislation that could easily be passed if everyone was just not, you know, had their heads up their ass. Um, $2,000 monthly emergency, emergency payment to every person in the country until the crisis has passed. So no matter how long, four months, six months, 12 months, however long this shit lasts, $2,000 a month, no matter what. Um, yeah. The forceful use, I love, this is my favorite thing, I think. The forceful use of the Defensive Pro- Defense Production Act to direct the production of all personnel, protective equipment, ventilators, and other medical supplies. So a lot of, like, you know, um, what do you, what what industries, like military industries, auto industries, Car, and stuff, yeah. would be directed to making ventilators, which a lot of them already want to do. Yeah. Because who's buying cars? Um, hazard yeah. pay for workers on the front line of the emergency. Which I believe that means that like like what does that mean that medical like nurses and doctors will get like extra pay or something? Yes. For for being there and having to work like you know fucking. But if you ask that. me, it should also apply to people like grocery store workers, delivery workers, restaurant workers, anybody that's gonna have to come into work and make contact with people all day should definitely get some kind of hazard pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, six hundred billion dollars in direct fiscal aid to states and cities. So kind of what? Which is. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have it. Which is better than the CARES Act, which is not direct fiscal aid, is loans. Everything yes. is just loans these days. Um, it may be a zero interest loan, but it's still a loan. And the most important one that I am, I mean, fucking shocked that America hasn't done yet. Freezing monthly rent and mortgage payments. No one should be paying rent. I got a fucking email the other day from my, my landlord that was like, alright, you know what? We, we've listened to you guys and we understand. So if you don't have access to the online portal to pay your rent, talk to us and we'll make sure you get access. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, and then a very important one that I don't think people have been talking too much about, which is very important, is emergency, emergency food for millions of families who would otherwise go hungry. Um, because that's something that I'm like... When I, when it goes to when it goes to us like actually preparing for a pandemic and being inside of it, one thing that I think we have to get rid of, even though it's very like even though like right now, the one thing pretty much everyone still has to do in some way, shape, or form is get groceries, mm-hmm. get food, get groceries, get whatever you have. To, it's very essential supplies. You still have to leave your house or have it delivered in some way. You have to get it. 
Which is why I think that since we have all these fucking gig economy apps and shit and fucking Amazon has their own service, we should nationalize that shit during the crisis and be like, okay, we're going to find, we'll find volunteers who have been tested for the virus and cannot spread it, who will still wear protective equipment, and they will be mass delivering like a certain amount of supplies based on your family size. Um, Because that's like... Like, people aren't going to like it because they're not going to get everything they want, but it's going to be very important to keep people from spreading the virus. And something like this, an emergency food plan, is going to be along those lines. And that's what it's already happening in Vietnam. From the very beginning, they were like, all right, stay in your homes. The army is going to deliver medical and, uh, sorry, health. What is it want? Food to your home. We're going to deliver health right to your front door. <laughs> mm-hmm. With a big old medical gun. We're going to beat your door down with a medical battering ram. <laughs> you with a medical gun. a little red cross on it. health into you. A guy walks in, full stormtrooper armor with a little red cross on there. He just shoots you with a gun full of syringes. And kills you. Hey, we don't have any cases of coronavirus. Also, 95% of our population has died in the past week. <laughs> Listen, corpses are immune to the disease. Yeah. Just so you know. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just just, just hitting you with a fucking, like, the fucking uh, doctor from Team Fortress 2. Just exactly. Just like, fucking shoot, shoot syringes and help at you. So, yeah, but the thing is, Vietnam is keeping their cases down. And so is South Korea, uh, because they are doing this thing called uh, contact tracing, where they are... If someone comes up infected, they're using their cell phone records, this is a little bit dystopian, but whatever, to trace where they went and who they interacted with in their phone records as well. They're finding those people and putting them in fucking rooms for two weeks to observe them for like for the, for the, the disease. And I, someone posted some pictures of the room they were in, and I can tell you this, it was a pretty fucking nice room. Like, it was a wow. full open window access, you could see out onto the city, it had like a nice bed, a desk... I mean, a dorm room, basically. It was not a fucking prison cell, which is, I mean... And it wasn't a cot, you know, on the floor somewhere. Yeah. It was pretty nice. And South Korea, instead of, you know, giving, like, five tests to every hospital randomly, has drive through testing stations. Yep. Where everyone mm. can just come through in a fucking car. You can bring one person, two person, doesn't matter. And they will test you right there. Yep. You drive up, takes ten minutes. And then you're you're done. Either going into quarantine or you're done. By the way, what is the coronavirus test? Is it like spit? Is it urine? Is it blood? It's a nasal swab. Mm. They got to get really far back there. I mean, they got to go <laughs> further than you would think. They got to like, touch your memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we took your fourth grade uh, girlfriend right oh, out of there. Oh, thank huh? you. <laughs> got her right out. Right, yeah. Weirdly, we actually invented the uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind technology. Role, um, <laughs> Uh, fucking testing for coronavirus. <laughs> Just figured out we could do it. Yeah, so. I saw a diagram of it, y'all, and it looks extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like in that movie, and again, in Contagion, when they did the vaccines that were like a shot up your nose, but there's no needle, right? You just like, you like sniff it or whatever. Yeah. Like it's like a, a nasal I would be thing. So, I would be so worried I did it wrong. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> no, just put a needle in me. I will know that works. When they first did it, I thought it was a needle going in their nose, and I was like, ooh, 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 just let me die. Let me just die. Fuck what this. Mean die? There was one time when I was in, I think I was in middle school, and I didn't have asthma, but for I was sick for like a week, and they wanted me to use an inhaler for that week, and I was like, okay. I always felt like I was doing it wrong. I was like, is this thing, I, I, I never knew if it was working or not. 
So. Well, Mashi, one time, you put the whole thing in your mouth and, and, and sucked on it, and I was like, so that's not right. That's <laughs> the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. You were just, like, working your tongue up and down on it? It was oh, very okay. weird. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, I'm goodness. Slandered here. I'm not sure how you fit it in there, to be honest. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Seth. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel? <laughs> I have also watched you put things in your mouth, Marcus, I think it fit in there. I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't fight it, all right? Yeah. Marcus is like, I just don't have the ammunition here, so please back <laughs> off. Leave me to my vices, David. <laughs> yeah, your vices oh, are we, right. have, we haven't got an update from Marcus. Marcus, how is life in the city going during the outbreak? Um, It's, it's pretty good. By good, I mean I don't see a lot of people on the roads out and stuff, so yeah. How's the, uh, how's the adventure to pay rent going? Oh boy, I, who the fuck knows? I mean, I would hope you would. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wish I knew too. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How you I making do. money, Marcus? You got some money? You got you gonna get by somehow? Uh, probably not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Remarkably blasé. Yeah. I mean, doom. Doom is a part of my life, sir. So I'm I'm very used to it by now. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens, you know? It's exciting. Yeah, right, let's really. hope they freeze rent and mortgages, Marcus. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they don't, you should get yourself... Well, I can't say it on the podcast. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can't oh. give that advice on the air. Mm. Um, let's just say that uh, there's only one door into your place, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Just, you know, you can do the math, right? Yeah, we're telling you to buy a second land. door that only you can get out of. Ah, <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, buy a second door and install it, you know, in, in your bedroom, right next to your bed, and just use that to walk in and out from now on. Yep. Oh. And, but you shouldn't use it, because you can't go out. Of course. Right, right. You gotta stay in. Actually, what you should do is remove your door, and then they can't get in there to get you. <laughs> That's actually a better idea. Don't have <laughs> a door at all. Zero doors, <laughs> what are they gonna do? Oh, man. You ever seen the Dawn of the Dead? The old one? Are you yeah. asking me? I'm asking you both. Uh, of course yes. I've seen it. You know I've seen it. <laughs> You I also know seen. I've seen it. There's a point in the movie where they are in the abandoned mall, and there's the the stairwell up to where they're staying, like in this like I don't know, like hidden room at the top of the stairs. And to conceal it from like I guess that they're thinking further ahead than I would, because I'm like zombies are never gonna know that you're in there. What the fuck are you talking about? But they were like they like made a fate a false wall to put up, like it like like this more wall, right? And then they did that, and I was like, again, makes no sense to me. Marcus, this is the idea. Just plaster up your doorway hmm. and lock yourself inside and with a bunch of food and water and they'll never know. They'll be like, they'll come in and be like, I thought it was a three bedroom. Like, there's nothing there. It's just a wall. Okay, <laughs> no, you're doing the wrong thing. We gotta we gotta use Marcus's talents here. Marcus, oh, instead of Dawn oh, the Dead, let's look at Looney Tunes. Paint oh, oh. like a tunnel onto your wall. And then yep. they'll run into it and they'll hit their heads and get knocked out. That is um. I mean, I mean, that seems like a temporary solution. But, right, hey, okay. it'll it'll work long enough. Or or use your skills at paper mache to make yourself a mask to mm. look like your landlord yes. and then tell everyone it's cool. And then <gasps> and reenact the plot of Enemy, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, <laughs> and make them go crazy. Uh-huh. Mm, okay. First of all, all right. watch Enemy if you haven't. <laughs> and then yeah, I, convince, I have <laughs> convince him that you are the real landlord. Uh huh. And that they are living a false lie. 
Well, the only problem with this landlord thing is, like, my landlord is a corporation, so... More masks. A lot of masks. Many masks, all right. Dress up as a building. I mean, what do you want? (laughs) I mean, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Just gonna freeze rent, so... How many movies and TV shows had the plot where a guy has to go on a date with two girls at the same time? Like, rushing back and forth from table to table in the same restaurant. Yes. Boom, Marcus, there you go. You're every person at the landlord company. Oh. You're personally all at the same time. I'm every okay. landlord. So count how many people there are at your landlord corporation. Watch oh. the movie Enemy that many times. Oh, damn. <laughs> Do it each of them. For reinforcing. Hey, while you're counting them, you should find yourself a nice, elevated position with clear sight lines. Okay, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> just, uh, uh, that, you know, just just observe. That, that, hey, wait, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Before you do. Keep a, keep, keep a regular schedule of when they come and go and what they do when they're inside. And just, like, you know, track their movements and prepare to, you know, like, like, like say, a deer hunter would. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay, next. Um, I would like to circle back to you asking us if we'd seen Dawn of the Dead. Which is a funny yeah. question coming from you, because the first thing you do when you meet any person is make them watch the original Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... Maybe when I was younger. Marcus. Nah. Marcus, attest to this. I've, yes, it's true. Okay. It's absolutely true. It's like one of the <laughs> I first feel like things he's not do. doing it now because he's not meeting as many people. That's, that's true. <laughs> oh, very true. I think I've met one new person in the last year. Wow. Mm. In, in person or online? In person. Wow. Wait, what's online? They're just like, you know, it's not the same, I guess. Meeting, meeting people in real life is hard. Harder now, for sure. Oh, yeah. Very difficult. Can't just go out. Yeah, you don't want to meet, meet a new person these days. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go, I, uh, the other day I went to go get uh, some, like, I would look inside of Dollar General to, like, see if they had any Lysol or bleach or whatever in there. Yeah. So I walked in, got a mask on, got gloves on. I walk in, and I'm like, yo, the world has changed so much, because if I had done this six months ago, they would have called the fucking police. Yeah, because that, I looked like I was going to rob the crazy place. guy in here. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And somebody was like, dude, are you serious? And I was like, um, this is a fucking heart attack. I ain't here to die. No, I mean, for real. So I was like, and once again, I'm so scared how some people are not taking this seriously. Like when mm. I go to when I had to go get groceries, I, I like I was it was like a sunny day. It's like, that, that's the weird thing is it's so nice outside. Whenever I think of this like a disease killing all of us, I expect it to be in the bitter cold, but it's like super nice outside right now. I'm going out there mm. and there are people just fucking licking ice cream cones and having a good time just with their 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 flip flops and sundresses and frolic, frolicking around. And I'm just like, and some of them are old as shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Do you have no idea what's going on? No. Don't even care. Are people still, like, licking ice creams at the grocery store and putting them back? Because this corona shit, that, that seems like something dumb people would do. Yeah, I hope not. There was actually, in a, a town not very far from where I live, there was this thing about this guy who posted a Facebook Live video where he was in Walmart. And he was like, yeah, I just got tested for COVID-19 and it was positive. Um, they said it's highly contagious and I shouldn't go around people, but I still got to eat. So you guys got to be around me. Um, wow. And people saw this on Facebook Live and sent it to the police who then immediately arrested him. And first of all, it turns out he lied. He did not test positive for coronavirus, but he still mm-hmm. got arrested and held on $10,000 bond for perpetuating a hoax and, you know, to um, that could danger public health. Fuck. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of deserve that. Like, 
What, what did you get out of that, my guy? Probably some fucking views or whatever. Yeah. On Facebook Live. Oh, yeah. Really working in that chatter, baby. So this wasn't the Facebook Live guy who licked things in Walmart, right? No, no, no. This guy just walked around and talked and then got arrested. Okay, yeah. I saw some guy who was licking stuff in Walmart and his ass got fucking taken down. He would have gotten taken down which, by my ass if I saw him. I'm like, what the fuck? Which we're going to see, a, uh, in my opinion, an unfortunate development when it comes to policing, which is that the people are like, oh, he coughed on me now and he might have corona, so we're going to charge him with terrorism yeah. or attempted murder. Mm. And the cops are going to start like arresting black people and saying, oh, he coughed on me. Well, let's just just more of that shit. On us. Ooh, Ooh. reversal of fortunes. <laughs> and then we can. Uh, well, I can't say that either. So, uh, anyways. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> You're just on the edge today, huh, aren't you? There's a lot of things I want to say, y'all, but I can't say them right now. Not yet. Got to let society break down a little further. All right. Got to let a few more fucking cops die. You know, get on those fucking ventilators and. Uh, <laughs> Well, you got to right? Well, I didn't say I was going to do anything. Well, no, Roman will do it for me. Uh, Marcus, intergalactic Christ. reviewer. It's so good. I'm glad. <laughs> go, go watch the eight episodes that were made before before they decided it wasn't a part of their policy, even though it's not like the most porny thing they have. But the manga's still the most porny thing I've seen. What's what's the most porny, Marcus? Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Soul Eater? Yes. I have not. So there's there's like this strange, strange anime that's like Soul Eater. So you've got the wielder and the person who can turn into a weapon. Wait a minute. Real quick. Are uh-huh, you saying uh-huh. Soul Leader or Soul Eater? Soul Eater. Okay, I've heard of Soul Eater. Okay, so it's like Soul Eater, except to turn your friend or partner into a weapon, they have to be aroused. So... Can you see where this is going? No. I mean, it seems difficult. I mean, anime makes a way. I mean, are they sexually attracted to each other? I mean, sometimes no, but they somehow fix that. Because it's all women, by the way. I forgot that. Oh, well. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Burying the lead there, Marcus. Get your your partner horny. She's going to turn into, like, a weapon, and then you're going to fight somebody. And woo. Has it, was there a case in the show where they just couldn't get it up and then they were like, they just, got, they just fucking died because they had no weapon? <laughs> not, not that I've seen. Not, probably not yet. That does seem like a cool plot point. And you've only seen but 100 I, of the 720 episodes. You know, I'm slipping. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> right, here's all I want to say, everybody, real quick, is a little snippet from a classic film that I think we've all seen called The Warriors. Yes. Where the the gangs of New York, different movie, uh, the <laughs> gangs of New York City in the 70s, 1970s, uh, meet uh, with this member of a gang uh, named Cyrus, who has a plan. And his, uh, his little speech goes on for a while. My favorite part of it says this. It says, you are standing right now with nine delegates from 100 gangs, and there's over 100 more. That's 20,000 hardcore members, 40,000 counting affiliates, and 20,000 more not organized but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Now there ain't but 2,000 or 20,000 police in the whole town. Can you dig it? (laughs) That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is... The numbers of cops are going down every day, baby. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, we we tried our best, Marcus. We really <laughs> have. He just won't. He just won't. He just won't stop. I didn't say. I, once again, I didn't say anything other than a quote a movie. <laughs> That's all I did. That's all I did. Not a jury in the world will convict me. I shouldn't say that, actually. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> that's, that's incriminating. Um, so, yeah, boys, stuff's happening right now. I got my uh, my uh, paper ballot, uh, or my mail-in ballot for oh, to yeah. vote. Absentee over here. You got, you, did you get one, Seth? Uh, I already voted. Wait, what are you talking about? You, you got one here. Oh, for Georgia. Yeah, you can vote again, dude. I can't vote in Georgia. <laughs> Why not? I don't live there. Yeah, he'll also get arrested. <laughs> I mean, they sent you one, didn't they? They sent me one not to not to hear. They sent you one here, though. I know. It doesn't mean I can use it. <laughs> I mean, I won't tell if you won't. Okay. You're literally recording this for a podcast. Yeah. This is a very much... I mean... No, You're a terrible criminal, sir. orphan listeners will rat us out, or understand a word we're saying, or Boris Johnson. He's probably got other Boris things. Boris Johnson tells on us. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying of the Also, I oh. just, I just have, I don't care about what happens in Georgia right now. To be honest, Georgia is woefully uh, ill-informed, or not, not even ill-informed, just ignorant to what's going on. Yeah. Even Florida finally issued a lockdown. Fucking and not well enforced one. Not well enforced, yes. But fucking what's it? What's the what's Rick Rick Perry? Is that his name? Rick Perry. Not Rick Perry. The guy. Perry? No, no, no. The, not Rick Perry. Luke Perry. No, the guy from Georgia. Commodore Matthew Perry. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Georgia. What's his name? Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Like, for sure. What a fucking idiot. Uh, he said last week he did not know that coronavirus could be spread by asymptomatic patients until that day. Mm. Something we don't have like a month or two. Yeah, so everyone's not like, what, what What? on earth? How? How is he this ill-informed? Like, what does he do all day? Well, <clears throat> right now, every... Uh, uh, the, the ballots are being sent, I think, to registered voters. But there's an idea right now to send a ballot to every voter and just cancel in-person elections in Georgia. Yeah. Well, our speaker, because we have a speaker here, does not want that to happen. Here's what he said. If we give the, if we give ballots to everyone in Georgia, of course, every eligible voter, uh, quote, this will be extremely devastating for to Republicans and conservatives in Georgia. Every registered voter is going to get one of these. This will certainly drive up turnout. Basically, oh. he's saying, if people vote and have a voice, <laughs> we won't have Republicans anymore. <laughs> How are you going to suppress the vote when you send the vote to them? What? <laughs> Christ. Yeah, I, I hate how they just admit that. Oh, we've been doing fucked up shit all this time, but yeah, yeah. Well, they said it before. There was a Republican guy at a speech one time who said we could not do. You know, we we can't have universal. So, no, what did he say? There's an idea to like not make voting legal. Oh, or not legal, but not, not, not <laughs> voting is now illegal. <laughs> we decided. Dude, it's gonna, you hold on to your ass. It's probably coming. I think what he said was the idea of pre-registering people to vote. That's what it was. Having everyone just be registered to vote when they hit 18 and eligible, right? Which, which every country besides us pretty much does as a democracy. Um, he said they could not do that because that would put too many black people in, in the voting pool and Republicans would never get elected again. It was just Sounds like a speech. win-win. Like, fuck. 
But the, the thing is, you just said it. Yeah. Um. Also, did you did y'all see the jobless claims last week? It's like doubling every week, right? It was six point six million. <clears throat> we're hitting like literally depression levels of unemployment. Yeah, I think we're at ten percent right now, or I think we're actually at thirteen percent. I mean, because we had three point five unemployed before the crisis. We got 3.3 the first week, and now 6.6. So that's, you know, around 12 or so million people, or 13. Yeah. So that's, that's about 12% of the population. If it keeps uh, like this, and in, a, uh, in a week or two, we will hit depression levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the funniest ones to me is that Hobby Lobby, uh, their CEO or whatever, was like, you know what, we're going to let God take care of this coronavirus thing. And then a week later, they had to close down like half of their stores and fire half of their employees. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, God really, uh, really took care of that one for you, didn't he?" There was some lady who went to church, and they were like, saw people outside interviewing them to see, like, you know, why they went to church. And she said, uh, "It's okay, I can go to church." And the guy was like, "Why?" And she just shook her head, and she's like, well, "I'm covered Jesus's blood. It protects me. I'm covered Maybe. in his blood." Uh, go back to that. Go back to that. What she said? She said, "I'm covered in Jesus's blood." Yeah, so I'm covered with Jesus' blood. Okay, okay. Does she mean, okay. like, wine, or... Just... <laughs> yeah, she's just very drunk. <laughs> like, I'm full of Jesus' blood. I was covered in it. Can't get to me through the alcohol. Yes, I'm drunk. I'm like... <laughs> it's just like, this is real, y'all. There's literally mentally ill people running around spreading this virus because they think that their fucking invisible friend will protect them from it. Yeah, they think they have some kind of weird immunity. And there's like that, there's that televangelist who I think last night went on his live stream and was like, We're, I'm, I'm going to use the winds of God to blow the coronavirus away. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, if, if hey, man, if this works, I'll, I'll fucking pay you. Like, honestly. There was there was some uh, televangelist who was like saying that the coronavirus was punishment from God for our sin for like letting homosexuality be legalized in America because they're still banging that drum you know they have given up on that shit and now he's dead from coronavirus. <laughs> he knew too much. <laughs> and it's not just Christians. There was a, some uh, imam or whatever a Muslim priest in Africa who was saying Muslims shouldn't worry they can't get coronavirus. Turns out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. So it's not it's not just not just white Christian people who are stupid as fuck. Oh, so I have a question for you, by yes. the way. Tell me about COBOL. <laughs> COBOL? The programming language? Yeah. Yes. Uh well, as a person who became a programmer I mean, professionally a little over a year ago. The thing I know most about COBOL is that it's very old, and that very old people know it. Well, apparently the governor of New Jersey has put out a desperate call live on television for COBOL programmers. Yeah, because of the unemployment system. Because mm-hmm. a lot of that, a lot of the very old stuff is written in COBOL, because that's what was around back when it was being written. And this is very funny. I think I've told the anecdote on the podcast before. The funny thing about COBOL is that every once in a while, there's like a spike in jobs being needed for it. Either with something like this or like some big company realizes they have a legacy system that they just want to keep running instead of rewriting it. And they'll just, they'll just be like, we'll pay you anything like if you just come do this for us. And I used to work at a company that had a program that was built on COBOL. They wanted to fix a problem with it. And they, ha- they, um, they had two candidates and they hired one of them. But then they had to... 
um, they had to hire the other guy because while they were in processing of his paperwork, he died. Oh God! <laughs> because he was so mm-hmm. old. Wow. So then the other guy oh, got the shit. job. Wow! Yeah. The fuck? Uh, it's it's really old, and it, it's it's so funny that some of these important systems are built on it that really should just be rewritten in something modern. So you're telling me if I go and learn COBOL, I can just snatch up these jobs from these boomers? Marcus, I'm telling you that's something that you would probably do, and <laughs> it would probably blow up in your face. So please don't Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, please the first time. don't do that. Definitely won't be the last. <laughs> well, you know the last time we had COBOL problems was, right? Is this a joke? No. Oh, okay, what was it? No. Y2K. Oh, okay. So in 20 goddamn years, they have not replaced the COBOL systems with something newer. Nope. Nice. Also, I'm not sure how, how this works out, Seth, because I don't know much about programming, yeah, really. of course. But from people, from a programmer that I know, they were talking to me about this, this COBOL stuff, and they said they knew a little bit about it, and they never wanted to know more about COBOL because it's so old that it's written the way that it's like designed, like you know how like the design of a language is different, right? Mm-hmm. Some some look different than others. He was like, this one is made so that you cannot look at it in parts. You have to look at every single bit of it to understand what it does. There's no discrete like you know this thing does this and this part does this. Yeah. It's all just one big thing. Yeah, that sounds. And he was like, it's a nightmare. That sounds about right. Um, and that's why we have since made new languages that are way better. But, well, I mean, I've, I've never, I mean, it's funny these days when I get met, like emails from recruiters about like programming jobs, they'll, they'll put in the subject line of the email, no legacy work. Because every time a developer gets a new job, that sometimes they get it and then it's like, oh yeah, we need you to work on this system that was made 35 years ago. Um, okay. and doesn't make any sense to you anymore. And the person who wrote it is dead. So you can't ever ask anybody for any help and you have to fix it by yourself. And people hate that so much. And now they're actually advertising, okay, this job, no legacy work. Don't even worry about it. And they're putting it in the subject line because we won't even open emails these days. Wow. Because <laughs> there's, like, there's like no documentation either, is there? There's like no, no comments or anything in this shit. Who cares? This is the fucking 70s. We wrote whatever we wanted. <laughs> I remember some guy was talking about COBOL or maybe it was basic or something like that. And he pulls out this like a literal manila like folder and just opens it up. And it's just like a ton of paper stuffed in there. And all hairs are covered in uh, post-it notes. And it's just, I mean, completely covered in writing. And he's like, this is our, this is our Bible. Yeah, he's like, this is the COBOL documentation program. right here. And it's like yellowing and starting to rot in some places. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, can I search? Can I like search through it? Oh yeah. What you do is you think of a word and then you read it every word until you find that one. <laughs> and like you'd think it'll be easier, or it probably would be easier and better to replace with a modern language. But hey, it would be profitable. Yeah, thing because a bunch of people like, you'd probably have to fi- hire you know five, ten, twenty people to rewrite it, and that would take. You know, I mean, depending on how big and complex the system from like six months to a year and it would then be, I mean, future proof for a certain amount of time, however much that would be, and it would be more usable and probably faster and probably easier, but they don't want to spend that, that year paying good developers to do it. It's kind of like how, um, 
I was reading about Minecraft is written in Java. Yes. And people were like, Java is a terrible programming language for this. Like it's it not makes great it slow for and what unwieldy. they do. And people have there's actually been projects to um, port everything over to like C plus mm-hmm. And those I mean those projects aren't like done, but people are like really serious about this because of how much they hate the way that Minecraft is coded. Yeah, I'm sure I, I used to like get mods and had to make them work together, and it was a pain in the ass. I mean, literally, the hardest thing ever was getting w- more than one mod to work together in Minecraft. Remember, they had, they had stuff like the Technic pack where somebody did the work for you and made like a, a whole launcher yeah. for it and everything. What a godsend that and they, was. They're, Minecraft they're, still around? Yeah, Minecraft still. He actually just recently went through a resurgence, and now it's like just as big as it used to be. I guess my question actually should be: Are Minecraft mods still a big thing? I don't know. I think they like they tried to implement in a way where like you could get mods like officially through the thing, and then I don't know if it worked or not. I don't know. I haven't played Minecraft in so long. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, they, I'm they, sure they, they gotta have, have big titty mods because that's what every game oh, has. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been playing on the Xbox on uh, Xbox Game Pass, <laughs> but oh god, shut up! We hate it. <laughs> But yeah, they've got like mods and stuff, but you know, you need real money to get that stuff. But you gotta pay money for mods? Yep, that's how it is through the console anyway. I mean, I guess it would be better if modders got paid, right? Because they're doing labor. I mean, they're doing yeah, work. They're doing, yeah, they're doing, in some cases, more work than the developers. Yeah. Which I believe is Hatsune Miko, right? She's the one who made the game? Yeah. Wait, which <laughs> game? Yeah, like, Minecraft? Yep. I think she made every Minecraft, game. that's right. She made every game, actually. <laughs> I mean, she also directed Rosemary's Baby, I believe. She's, she's very prolific. Wait a minute. What? Is this a thing? Is this a meme where Hatsune Miku is at all the, like, misogynists in the world? Yes. No, she, yes, she replaces the, all the cancelled people. Oh, okay. I can do that. So when I asked you who made Minecraft, I say Hatsune Miku. Um, but, there is one thing I wanted I was to talk Speaking about. One second, uh, one second. Oh, Talking about cancelled people. I was scrolling mm-hmm. through Netflix the other day, gotcha. and then the movie 21 comes up. You know, the Blackjack movie yes. um, starring Kevin Spacey. You know, not a, not, obviously not a great guy. So I'm like, you know, it's still a movie. People still want to watch it. Whatever. You got the rights. People will still watch it. They'll think about the times back then. But sometimes with certain movies, Netflix will do like a blurb. Like, not mm-hmm. just about the plot, but just about like the movie like and how it was received. And... Mm-hmm. Still, in the, the, the month of April in 2020, the blurb is, Kevin Spacey is charming and electrifying in this movie. And I'm like, you don't have to have that there. You can literally have yeah. the movie and not have that little blurb, and it will be fine. Why do you have to have Man, this? Can, can you imagine the like Netflix like worker bee whose job it is to like scroll through all these old movies? Like, find the blurbs and change them as money gets canceled. That'd be great. Mm. That's rough, dude. I'd do it. But, oh, you would? Yeah. Literally, and you know this, one of my favorite things in the entire world is just to look at everything on Netflix. Not watch it. (laughs) Not even watch a second of any content. But look at every single thing that's on Netflix. I could do that, Jeff. Hey, Netflix tries to get you to watch it, though. They do. That fucking auto you can turn that shit. shit off now. Oh, you really? Did you can't not know that? How? Go to your uh-huh. account on the web, like open it in your browser, uh-huh. and then go to your fucking settings, or whatever. And in there, there is a setting to turn off autoplay. And Fuck, yes, all right. Yes. 
But I was going to talk about modern drama for a second. Okay. Uh-oh. Because modern Get drama the is the thing. This... <laughs> so y'all remember everyone's favorite Skyrim, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a guy who made a really cool mod. Because you know how in Skyrim the 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 cities are a different map than the, than the world, right? So you can't just like jump over a wall. Yeah. You got to use a door to get in. Well, this guy went and he did the work to like transpose the cities into the map itself. So no more doors to get in. And people were like, oh, this is a cool mod. I really like this. And then he kept iterating and, and like making it smoother and work better, which is what people wanted. And then all of a sudden he added... Remember from the game, the pre- the pre- previous game, uh, Oblivion? Yes. They had those gates. The, the, the gates to the to Oblivion in there? Mm-hmm. He added those to every single city to his side project he was working on to where you could go to Oblivion and do stuff basically from, from uh, Oblivion in there. And people were like, can we get a version of the game that doesn't have this in there, or the version of the mod without these gates? We don't care about this. We don't want this. Like, most people, like, pushed back and said, they're ugly, they're right over the city, they look bad, they're, like, breaking stuff, I don't like it. And he was like, uh, no, fuck you. This is my image, and this is how it will be. And so, people got mad, and some people, like, took his, his mod and, like, stripped out the code that added that stuff in there, right? And just reverted it back to how it used to be. And then we just grab the newest update that fixed other stuff and like just take out the gates and upload that. And he got super pissed at this and started threatening people with like, you know, legal action. Like, I will sue you for like modifying my mod. And it went around and around. And at one point he threatened to kill people. He was like, I will come to your house and I will shoot you in the head. For shit? For, for fucking with my mod. Couldn't he have just like programmed a button to be like, oh, okay, exclude the gates? No, man. That's not his vision. <laughs> but then. There was somebody else in the Minecraft modding community. Several people were pissed at the Technic pack or whatever, the different packs, right? People were like, you're taking our mods and you're putting them together without our permission and using them. There's no money involved, though, so why do they care? I don't get it, but whatever. They were like, you're, this is wrong. And so then one guy put a piece of code into his mod that if it detected that it was being run through this Technic pack, would delete your entire Minecraft. Like, everything. Like, your saves and all that. All your worlds would delete all of it. And so they, they found that and started taking it out and testing it each time. And mortals were doing it. And it was just this insane bullshit where, like... I don't know what got into people, but they were just, like, putting these, like, kill codes into their fucking programs that would, like, do progressively worse and worse stuff to your computer if you kept trying to, like, make these, uno- they call them unauthorized mod packs. People are insane, y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I just remember, the, I think it was the guy, the guy who did it was had a mod where all he did was make better wolves. It was like the wolves could be trained or whatever. You could like teach them how to do tricks or whatever. And he thought it was such a fucking important mod that he would brick your fucking computer if you tried to use it in a fucking mod pack. It's, it's wild shit, y'all. People are people. I don't even know how these like beefs get started, but it's fascinating. Yeah, the internet's a crazy place. And like every time you go on the internet, if you really want to, you can find a new segment of the internet. Like oh, yeah. you know, through you, I've found like the tabletop RPG, which has, I mean, surprisingly, some of the most drama ever. Mm. And then you find a new segment, like you'll find, I don't know, Marcus, what is a segment of the internet you use? <laughs> I think you know what segments I use. I meant like social circles. Ah, uh, Instagram's fun. Facebook. Okay, I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. Um, 
you'll find, you know, for a specific anime, and then there'll be, like, all this drama with just these people, and it's like, oh, oh my like god. Forum for, oh, Jesus. I'm just like, everyone, just get over yourselves. It is no. so crazy. This is the most important thing, and you need, I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> oh, man, the fandoms are insane. Yeah, they're getting wild. They've always been insane, though. Like, like even going back to like the fucking seventies, with like like people who were writing making magazines out of their their like Star Trek fan fiction, and they were like having arguments on if it would be real or not, or if it would work. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek, sure Star the... Wars, all the all that fan stuff that started so long ago. As much as I love those things, it's just I don't know, man. It's like a toxic culture. I'm pretty sure the first ever fan fiction written was like Kirk slash Spock, like. Fuck fiction. Hey. <laughs> Written by a woman, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, who doesn't love some fuck fiction, man? I mean, who doesn't want to see those two guys go town on one another? Yeah. Remember that movie, uh, Fanboys? Yes. Where they, they watched Phantom Menace, or one of them gets to watch Phantom Menace early. Yes. Because he's going to die or whatever? Yeah. I remember watching that movie and... Thinking to myself, like the Star Trek, Star Wars thing was stupid. Because remember, wasn't that wasn't that fucking Seth Rogen who played the Trekkie guy? No, Seth Rogen played the guy who had the tattoo of Jar Jar Binks on his back. Is that who he was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't remember who played the Trekkie, but he played the guy who was like before the Phantom Menace came out. He's like, this guy's gonna be the shit, and he had Jar Jar Binks on his back. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And wasn't it, wasn't the main character was that Jay Peruchel like an early ver- like an early movie? Yeah, right Jay Baruchel or whatever his name is. Baruchel, whatever his name was. It was him, Who, like Kristen Bell, uh, what Fogler, Dan Fogler, uh, yeah, all those guys. Dan fucking Fogler. What happened to that dude? I don't know, man. I loved that and Balls of Fury. So I wish he was still made, around. <laughs> he made Balls of Fury and just like disappeared. Well, he's in those Grindelbaum movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays the normie guy, yeah, right? Regular man. Yeah, that was a fucking... Boy, that first movie, I only watched that one. That one was bad. It's so bad. But I was thinking about that movie Fanboys the other day, because of course, you know, just like... I was on fandoms, I guess. And the... Uh, I had an idea for a, um, an RPG, I guess. I want, There's this game called Red Markets about zombies that have like invaded or whatever. It's, like a, it's a, a game of economic horror... And you go into, like, the zombie official wastelands like, do stuff and get things, you know? And I thought of a great adventure would be some rich nerd is sending you into the Disney headquarters, the Disney studios, to find Rise of Skywalker. Because he wants to see it so bad. And he's sure it'll be great. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I thought that would be really fun. Like, man... <laughs> I was thinking about that movie the other day and how fucking shitty it is. Oh, fanboys? <laughs> no, Russ. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes, that movie sucks. Start saying it. What? If, Don't. Okay, take the <laughs> take the plot. <laughs> take the plot to fanboys and replace episode one, which I think is still a good movie. Yep. With <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, which is just the worst. Mm. And you're gonna fucking die in a couple of months, and the last thing you want to do is watch that piece of shit. And then you see it, and then like, what is what is what are the last few months of your life like after that? Yeah, uh, Marcus, don't watch it. Yes. Not worth your time. Do watch Memories of Murder, the one of Bong Joon Ho's movies. I just watched it, and it's great. 
So in your your unemployed stupor, you know, check out some check out a great film. Alright, okay. Um I agree with that. Yeah. Alright, well, it's been an episode of the podcast. It has been an episode. How y'all feeling about it? I'm, I'm good? feeling good. I, I feel. Marcus, do you have a do you have a pearl of wisdom for us down there in the uh in the moist throat of your throat? <laughs> In my moist throat. The, nope, no, 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 sorry. no, no, no. He said, "In the moist throat of yourself." Oh, that's not. Better. That's no, not. I a do. Way I do to mean, say a sentence. No, 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 I was talking about his self. <clears throat> oh, like yourself, no. Marcus. Is there a pearl of wisdom you can extract and offer to us? I, I've got nothing. I'm sorry. The well There's, is very dry tonight. Ooh, I'm sorry. That's a great sound. Sonic <laughs> excellence. <laughs> Seth made a very appropriate noise as well. Apologies. Uh, All right. Well, no pearls of wisdom from Marcus. Seth, you got anything? You got a you got a cube of knowledge you can give us? Uh, Carol Baskins killed her husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I saw that like tigers are testing positive coronavirus. <laughs> And Joe Exotic did too. Fucking bastard. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How about oh, you, man. Smith? You got any fucking trapezoids yeah, of wisdom for us? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I guess the only thing I can say is that uh, you should invest in an AR-15 and some okay. two-two-three ammo. You can find me which can be easily on acquired. Twitter at Elenial Seth or on Letterboxd at Kanazeras. K Y N A Z E R A S. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And, and I do the art for this podcast. Smith? I am on Twitter as well at MC Surf. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern's Matt Now, where they both talk about the wrestling and they're from the South. They're going to talk about uh, WrestleMania last night and some. Some of the very incredibly interesting stuff WWE did over the weekend. That's uh, very cool, and so I hope they they go in depth on that this week. I heard John Cena had to fight a, fight his way through his like self doubt. Yeah, they did. That's what I'm talking about. They did some incredible stuff with the John Cena Bray Wyatt match. That's so, weird. I hope John Cena highlights fighting those. an invisible enemy. <laughs> I don't get the joke because he Cause says you can't see me. Yeah, oh, come on, man. Okay. Oh, Get your well, I was thinking, up. I was like, wait, Justin wasn't the Invisible Man. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a cameo in that film. like the very Visible Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Seth, can you imagine if John Cena was in the Invisible Man, though? In what role? I, <laughs> he's, he's playing John he's Cena. He's playing Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> that would change that whole movie. Oh, my God. Say the, <sighs> say the end stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see here. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but make him get under it. Uh, fuck coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, wash your motherfucking hands, please. We've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're out trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the end of this podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Boom.